All right. I'm ready, Freddy. All right, so um, how do we start it? We'll we just... are starting. We're recording. Oh, you're recording right <laughs> now. But you can edit it out, right? Like yeah. you can edit the first No, thing, this, is all, this is all real. <laughs> this is part of the podcast, Roberto. <laughs> nice. A podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. I, I think we should forewarn everybody that Jake's got the COVID cough yet. Yeah, so I know. I'm coughing like randomly. <laughs> Probably gonna destroy our podcast reputation. Yeah, but exactly. You all got to start every somewhere. Yeah, it's all right. Nice. All right. All right. Let's get into it. We have zero posts, so we're trending. <laughs> <laughs> so what? The main goal is just to kind of drink some random bourbons, and bullshit, and uh, see if we like it. Bourbon or two along the way. Yeah, I like it. I think have that's some bourbon, goal. have some laughs. Make we're some we're not snobs. We are not bourbon snobs. That's for sure. Yeah, if you're listening to get every single flavor profile of this, it's probably better to find someone else because I'm just yeah. kind of an idiot. And we hate no. allocations. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, let's just start with how Roberto got into bourbon. Sure. So, Roberto, how did nice. you get into bourbon? Oh, man. Not that long ago, actually. It's pretty new. Um, I did not know anything about bourbon. And then, like many other peeps, uh, happened to take a trip to Kentucky, uh, mainly bourbon country in Kentucky, and uh, was able to taste some really good bourbons. You know, some of the usual suspects, the Woodfords and the Buffalo Traces and the Maker's Marks. And I just got hooked. It was overnight. Got hooked. And two years later, and $25,000 later, in a bourbon room later. <laughs> yeah, so when between your first and your 200-plus bottle of bourbon that you now have on display in your house, where do you feel you had a problem? Uh, probably at the fifth bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not a quitter. <laughs> I did not quit early. It was definitely, I was hooked. Inspiring. It was inspiring. Yeah. I, my boss took me to Kentucky, and to this day, I just, I'm pretty pissed at him for getting me into this and uh, taking out a second mortgage to get all the bottles. <laughs> what about you, Dan? I started with makers, um, just for fun, making old fashions, and then kind of tried to incorporate less sugar into my diet, um, even though bourbon is 100% sugar in its final form. Um, we hashed out last night. <laughs> Good research, <laughs> but uh, yeah, started with that, and then um, just started finding better bourbons along the way. And then uh, you moved back into town with your emporium of bourbon, <laughs> and quickly destroyed my bank account. <laughs> Dang it, mea culpa. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, how about you? Uh, so I don't know. I Started drinking Jameson in college um, because I didn't want to drink Bacardi anymore or Fair. or Barefoot Moscato. <laughs> um, that is 100% sugar. That is, that is 100% sugar. <laughs> so then I uh, got away from that, started drinking Jack and Coke. Did that for a while. I can't remember why, but I bought a bottle of Whistlepig 10. Tried that and 
everything changed. I was yeah. hooked on on whiskey. Uh, so I started making old fashions, um, which I attribute to Mad Men. Yeah, that's all the Don Draper drinks. Um, and then that's a good one to get into the Whistle Pig. Yeah, yeah I, d- I don't even remember why I bought it. Damn, it was a lot of money for yeah, no <laughs> kidding for a college kid. I, I can't remember. I think it was like uh, I think it was a project that we yeah. finished. And we were like, "Fuck it, <laughs> let's, let's get something good. <laughs> let's get a hundred fifty dollar bottle of whiskey." So then, uh, you know, I just had like random stuff um, up until uh, I met Dan. And then me and Dan were drinking probably like, I think Woodford Double Oak, right? Yeah. It was one that we uh, Woodford both... Double Oak, there was that, there's a Jefferson <clears throat> port barrel yeah. that I had. The port barrel's good. Double Oak was probably like the, the first venture outside of Bullet. Yeah. And like other, like cheaper or more affordable, yeah. you know, bourbons. The first Oak Crap, this is actually a really good bourbon straight. Yeah. Then uh, we met. Good. I met Roberto for the first time. Uh, Dan had known him previously. Um, we went to Roberto's house and he opened up a bottle of E.H. Taylor Rye and I had a <laughs> Jesus moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was hooked. It's All a revelation, man. That was when the hook set. <laughs> E.H. Taylor Rye will do it. That's for sure. And then uh, 80 bottles later, here we are. Do you have 80, really? I wow. think so. Holy shit. <laughs> I think it's funny because when we first started hanging out, Jake, your best bottle of bourbon was your Sinatra bottle. I think so. And that's like <laughs> hidden on, on your wife's wine shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Not even displayed with the rest of the bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I started my shelf in Dallas. At some point when he had 20, I thought I was the bourbon king. Like, oh yeah. man, I have a Weller 12 on there. That's great. And the rest was crap. It was <laughs> Weller 12 and a couple of run-the-mill Woodfords and maybe a Buffalo Trace or something. And it was downhill after that. Yeah. yeah. You get hooked this really quickly. It's amazing how a small shelf becomes a large shelf, which becomes multiple yeah. shelves, which <laughs> becomes a basement or, in Roberto's <laughs> case, a full room. And at some point, it's just a full room. <laughs> that was... Yeah. Uh, when we finished remodeling the basement i was like looking at it and i was trying to decide you know what kind of shelving i was going to get for the for the bottles and uh we ended up getting these like nice like they're sturdy sheet metal shelves but i was like wow this is going to be so much room and it's not yeah no it was it it goes it it was pretty quick that's for sure we have one two three like three shelves with four uh levels four layers and they're all full. And I think I think at last count, it was like 260 bottles or something. Like that. Yeah. Some of them, of course, you know, they were repeated. Those are those are all-star numbers. <laughs> yeah. 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 No <laughs> kidding. There's, there's a couple of basic ones, you know, like the bullets and the buffalo traces, which are really good for old fashions. Yeah. TX was one of the first ones, actually, that I remember drinking, like bourbon ever. That was one of my... That was actually the first first whiskey i had that wasn't like a jack daniels or a bullet and i was like damn this is good yeah i actually yeah, had it in one. fort worth yeah i i actually did have it in fort worth too it then was i like, like begged people to tell me where i could find it and they were like no you can't get it outside of texas yeah yeah and now for they years, do right? I, for years i had to ship it to my friend's 
parents' condo in the Dells <laughs> in because they wouldn't ship directly to Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be a trend. Yeah. Not, not a lot of things can be shipped directly to Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, TX, I, I tried it in Fort Worth, really, at a, at a business event. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then that was you know, way before you even start drinking bourbon neat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it was like, I'm a badass because I have a rock in my bourbon. And I was like, oh, shit. You don't even need ice in these things. Yeah. Dang. So, yeah. All right, so what are we trying today? We have American Highway Reserve out of uh, Bardstown Distillery. So this is uh, Brad Paisley's bourbon. Yeah, special nice. joint project. Yeah, with, between with, Bardstown, with Bardstown, right? Bardstown, yeah. Brad Paisley. So we, we checked the story of this last night, and they, they take standard-aged Bardstown barrels, load them up on an 18-wheeler trailer, and drive around following Brad Paisley on tour. Dang. Gets no more country than that. Doesn't yeah, no, <laughs> literally <laughs> and figuratively. It's a travel the country, listening to country. They call it the Rolling Rick House. The Rolling Rick House, and they're trying to play off of the same thing of Jefferson Ocean where it's sloshing around for yeah. Yeah, for the full year. That um, label's cool, too. Yeah, cool bottle with it. Yeah, it's nice. Um, looks like... Definitely not Illinois because there's a mountain there. Yeah, the, or, or the Midwest anywhere in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't travel through the Midwest. Maybe he just goes to like Colorado. Or I think something. they said it was through twenty. It ended up going in twenty five different states. So. Yeah, was it? Wow. Um, and then the mash bill. There's four different bourbons in here. There's each at about twenty five percent. There's two different four years in here. Twenty four percent is a thirteen year, and twenty three percent is a fifteen year. Wow! So kind of just like the That's other Bard's towns that have yeah, yeah quite a bit mix up. I'm guessing that they probably put the cheaper yeah four year in the Rolling Rick House. Don't quote me on that, but that just seems like a waste to put in a fifteen year barrel. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. In, in a semi and shipping around the around the U S. So a little oh, gimmicky mash bills on that. Yeah, I didn't look them all up. I okay. too much work. Yeah. That's fine. I did a quick screenshot on a, <laughs> on a website, and that oh, was about it. We tend to use Google for our bourbon knowledge. <laughs> most, most, of our re- most of our research happens in moment. Um, so we're not, definitely right, not so snobs. You want to get into it? Let's oh, do it. Sure. All right. Oh, I didn't pop very well. That was kind of disappointing. Hopefully the pop's recorded. You know, the audience likes oh, that. I can smell today. Oh, yeah. Last night, the, I couldn't smell anything. Still getting over your COVID. Oh, yeah. Jake has COVID. No, it's just allergies. Oh, Jay has former COVID, now allergies. <laughs> <laughs> it smells pretty good. Yeah. Really good. Caramel, for sure. I don't know. I have no idea what <laughs> it smells <laughs> like. It smells <laughs> Did they use rum barrels? Because it almost smells like rum it a little. Didn't say anything special about the barrels that I saw in my five-minute research. <laughs> Let me see the back. Yeah. It, uh, really the bottle. Pretty bottle. It doesn't smell. There's not a lot of alcohol no. smell. Oh, what, it was, oh, yeah, uh, what's the, what is the proof? proof's on the front. 90, it was 98, maybe? The proof is 96. That's 96. a really good proof. My, my sweet spot for proof is between 90 and 100. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, you can look at the bottle. I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. That's good. doesn't burn. No, it's pretty smooth all the way down. Very smooth. Surprisingly smooth. Surprisingly smooth, yeah. And then again, the, the proof reflects it, which is nice. Wait, how much was the bottle? 
It was about 100. Yeah, I think we there, got it. Okay. It's not, I mean, I think we got it from our guy for about 100 bucks, but it seems like retail everywhere is about 100 for it when I see it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I mean, just a little bit less than the the uh, Red Label Bardstown. Yeah. That's about 120 where this yep. is about 100 so pretty similar price point. I like this uh, American Highway. It's really good. It's really smooth. Again, maple, maple tones. Getting a little bit of Wrangler gene, you think? I got, Brad I got definitely <laughs> white girl, white girl uh, Wrangler shorts. Yeah, pink uh, cowboy hat probably. Yeah, 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 exactly. a little pink cowboy hat. Oh yeah, that's the, that's definitely the white girl jean smell right there. <laughs> it's just a little bit country. <laughs> <laughs> country for the music festivals, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good though. It is really good. You know, it, the color. I like the color. Like you, you can tell, it's gonna be. Maple-y. It, it's, it's a really nice translucent yeah, color. It's not like uh, it's not like an overpowering flavor at all. It's pretty pretty balanced. Yeah. It's spicy too. I don't know if you... Right on the front, <laughs> right on the lips on the yeah, front. I don't know if you yeah. taste the spice. It's a little spicy, which I like. I like the... I don't, I don't like it too peppery, too spicy, but this one definitely you can taste, like, taste the pepper and, yeah. and the spice. Good bottle. So it's um, American Highway by Barstown. I have not been to the Barstown Distillery. Um, yeah, we gotta add that to our, our list. Which in the packs is bottled by American Highway, but it, you know, of course, it's just a label. Yeah. Of Barstown. Hints of the character of this beautiful, permeating the scent. And taste of every drop in this expression. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Very poetic. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect that you to does, understand that. <coughs> that did not tell me anything. <laughs> Maybe you should be more cultured, Roberto. You'd understand. Yeah, for the culture. So last night we were we were talking about the Jefferson Ocean and, oh, yeah. and this, and whether or not it's a gimmick. I mean, it's get controversial <clears throat> in episode one. Yeah, like I, I think it's a little both. Like I can understand that if it is moving around, you're going to get more contact with the oak. There's, but. there's some logical merit to it. I yeah. feel like that the more exposure around the barrel you get, the more flavor you're going to extract. Yeah. If you're going through different climate changes, you're going to get more or less penetration into the wood. So I like some, penetration into the wood. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's uh, I mean that's that's not really a, a material for a bourbon podcast, but you know we'll reserve it for for our other series. Uh, the porn only matters. The only fans. Porn matters. The only fans. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think for me the more surprising thing is it's a. Uh, I mean. I haven't tried the Scotty Pippen bourbon yet, but I'm always yeah. I'm always a little worried about celebrity. Yeah, me too. Branded alcohol. That's a good point. And it tastes like a decent bourbon. It's nothing crazy good, but it doesn't taste like it's a cheap, half-assed attempt just to have someone slap their name on it, make money on it. it doesn't seem like it's a yeah. yeah money-making attempt. I mean, it does have a higher price point, <clears throat> but I don't. I think it tastes right in that range. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised that it's that much. Honestly, the price. Well, the yeah, fuel cost yeah. to drive it across the. Well, yeah, and we all know fuel. I mean, on oh, the groupies, you got to <laughs> groupies. You know, you got to pay the. It's definitely. It's got to be a, a more difficult logistical. Well, I yeah, mean, and I half of the mash bill is 
over 12 years old. So, I mean, it, over half of it is a pretty old bourbon. Yeah. 12 years old it is? There was a couple. What did I say? Oh, name? like some of the stuff. Yeah. Really, what a, I, was, I was just 13 and a 15? Yeah, it was a thir- there was two, four years, a 13 and a 15, and it was about 25% of so, yeah, each, each of the four. Yeah, so. does yeah. out. Paste Magazine says this is a gimmicky bourbon by Brad Passing. Paisley. Paisley. I don't know. I'm you can tell white. that Roberto's a country, country fan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see me listening to country? Although, yeah, but it's a good bourbon, though. Yeah, so this is a gimmick and an immaculate one. They, they presume it'll be a big hit because the second batch was already aged in the Rolling Wreck House during Paisley's 2021 tour. So it's scheduled for release in 2022. So I'm assuming this, this was... was so this was on tour in 2019, which yeah. makes sense because it was pre-COVID and they haven't had anything yeah. since yeah. then. So, yeah. Um, it's good. I mean, again, again I, I, I'm always, like you were saying, you know, I'm wary of the celebrities and the gimmicks. Like, oh, yeah, it's travel the country in an 18-wheeler. Well, the 18-wheeler's got to be air-conditioned... And the, all the well, ones so they they said that the the rolling rickhouse isn't a refrigerated or anything unit, so it's getting the different it's climates. It's just a normal fifty three. So foot it's not box. temperature controlled or anything. No, so I mean, seemed like it was part, part of that. Part of their <laughs> thing is that it's going to all these different climates, so it's getting expansion and contraction of the yeah. wood from different. Yeah, but I mean, if it's hot though, like if you're traveling through Arizona, it'll be a hundred and some degrees in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, you go to Buffalo Trace, right. and those are controlled warehouses. Well, they say, like, when I went to Jack Daniels, they said it can get to, like, over 100 degrees really? in their rack houses. Yeah. And that's okay? <clears throat> you know, again, I'm not a bourbon snob, so I guess I'm... Hey, not... it, you're just opening the wood up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's alcohol, so it doesn't really rot or anything. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I don't know. You would think that if it's, like, an extreme temperature change, it'll affect something. Well, I mean, the thing, too, he's also going on tour the, during the summer months. It's not like he's rolling through... Upper Peninsula, Michigan, in the middle of winter when it's <laughs> yeah. seventeen below. It's yeah. it's all it's probably a summer concert yeah. tour series. Again, this is all just pontificating things, but right, yeah. I mean, you you're gonna get some kind of you'll get a more rapid, yeah, um, you know, movement of the whiskey through yeah. the wood than you would just leaving it stationary. In yeah, a, yeah, on a rack. Then you got to wonder how that affects <clears throat> the the angel share. Is it more because it's, you know, yeah. sloshing in the barrels the whole time? I don't know. That's well, we also don't know which whiskey they're actually shipping. Yeah. I would assume it's one of the four years. I would but, assume. Yeah. You know. Interesting. Maybe all four types are in, are in there and they're getting tossed around. We probably should have done some more research than this, but that's all right. You know, it makes more fun when we just kind of speculate and throw rumors out there. Google provides a good research avenue, so. We Google for five minutes before this. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. It's, it's funny because it's not. It's not it's, a lie. It's, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Nah, but you know, with any bourbon, it, what matters is that it tastes good. Well, I mean, if it tastes good, that's all that matters. There's there's shitty bourbon out yeah. there. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, this one tastes good to me. You know, I, I like the spice. I like the maple. I like the caramel notes. Um. It's definitely, you know, it's probably high rye. Is it a high rye? Because it does taste a little, maybe like a little high rye. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I get a little bit of rye, but I don't think it's super high. <clears throat> um, the funny thing was when I, I originally opened this 
a couple months ago. I took a took a sip out of it one night, and I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I actually like it now more the second time than I, like I did. Yeah, from that first time I remember or sipped it. So. I think it's it's good. It, it really is. You know, I, I would. I mean, I have a bottle and uh, I haven't opened it, but I'm not sad that I got the bottle. I, I like this bourbon. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's, for uh, I was surprised um, by the. The Metallica whiskey, the Blacklist. Yeah. Oh, the Willet is good. Oh my god! Well, the even the regular one's good. Oh, just the regular, yeah. The yeah, Willet yeah, yeah. is like it's amazing. Oh, yeah, top tier. Oh yeah, it's so good. But then even the the two Slipknot whiskeys mm-hmm. are they're good. Good shit. Nice. The I the regular number nine is the like normal one. Yeah. And then Dan found me the Reserve. Yeah. Oh wow. Which nice. is even better. Yeah. But that's like, wow. that was one where I was, was not expecting it to be anything special. Yeah. They were both surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially I coming from, I think both of them are distilled in Iowa. Yeah. Were they really? Yeah. yeah. On the, like distilled them bottle in Iowa? Or just, I think so. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because it has the corn on it. I'm pretty sure it says Iowa whiskey yeah. on the bottle. So I'm guessing yeah. it's all done in Iowa. But I don't know who actually does it yeah. for them. Maybe, maybe another I tried episode. I have I never done it in Iowa. I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Iowa. Maybe maybe to play golf once, that's it. Wow, that's good that they have bourbon out there. I mean, they have a lot of corn, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. A farm in DeKalb. Wow. It's a family farm. They grew corn for, you know, God knows how many decades or whatever. And then... The guy who runs it now is like, I think he's like, you know, in his 30s or something. He was like, we're not making money off of just selling the corn. Yeah. So he was like, let's produce our own whiskey. Just distill it, yeah. So they started doing it themselves, you know, doing distillation stuff themselves. Whole, you know, thing out there now. Yeah. Nah. It's pretty good. I liked it. It does have a very noticeable... Uh, white dog taste. Oh wow! So it's, yeah, it's not it's not aged. Or you get anything, yeah. well, it is. I think it's it's a four year bourbon, but it's you because yeah. I think it's a hundred percent corn. Oh wow! Which is why it tastes. That is interesting. That taste I don't think I've ever had a hundred percent corn bourbon. Yeah, I don't think I've tried one. I mean, it. I liked it. Yeah, we can get into that too. Yeah, I got it somewhere over there. My diet is almost a hundred percent corn, <laughs> tortillas. And Bourbon. And bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to bite my lips so I don't get canceled on the, uh, on the first episode. You don't want to get canceled on the first episode. <laughs> you can't be labeled a right-wing podcast this early. <laughs> Jake, Jake said this early. I so mean, we are drinking. <laughs> leaving, leaving the possibility open in the future. We are drinking American Highway, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, overall, I don't, I mean, higher price bottle. Um not disappointed. No. Yeah. The label's good. Yeah. It really is. We'd recommend it. If you can find it, pick it up. Yeah. Give it a shot. Our guy, didn't our guy Sam said that uh, it was it was hard to find? I think it was a very limited release, right? Or something like that? I think it was, but obviously they're making more batches, so it's probably going to get more available. I've seen it a few places, and I, you can see it online for roughly the same price we paid really? for it. So it's not like yeah. it's a highly coveted bourbon by any means. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you like bourbon and you like Brad Paisley and songs, like I'm sure it's probably country a, and 
Yeah. In America. <laughs> then get the American highway. <laughs> if you like the highway and if you like America, then get American highway. Dang, you guys are a little slow on the <laughs> intake here. Well, I'm not. Didn't know we were racing anything. Yeah. I thought this was supposed to be. Just oh, I'm just saying, I'm probably drinking too fast. Like which is usually the drunkest one which of is normally, all three of us. So. It is normally the, the yeah, that, that's normally what happens. <laughs> like last night. <laughs> that was a little bourbon tasting last night. We had to practice. Still that can't believe you won Mario Party. I won Mario, Let's yes. not talk about that. Like, why did you even need to open that box? <laughs> like, I feel he forgot about that because he didn't know how to play it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> First time playing it. One Mario Party. That was. I nice. don't think he got any stars until the last time. No, and he wouldn't have got three if we didn't tell times. him how to get them. Yeah, I didn't even no, know that Mario Party you had to get stars. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that was a good game. It was even more fun winning. <laughs> Dang, I'm feeling this bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you should have drank it a touch slower. Though. I was gonna say maybe, <laughs> I, maybe it should slow down. Maybe it's just connecting it back to last night. <laughs> Talking to the bourbon that I consumed last night. <laughs> All right, so what do we got lined up for the next few episodes? I think next time we're going to do very old Bartons. Yeah, one of you, one of a couple Bartons. bottles that we have. Yeah. <coughs> you have two bottles, right? One is the regular it's one. The, the 80 or the 86 that we're going to do. Yeah. We haven't decided yet. Should try both. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, we might as well try both. Open yeah. both. Then uh, after that... The uh, Kentucky Owl Wise Man. Kentucky Owl Wise Man. And then I just picked up a Taylor single barrel. Yeah. So we can throw those together in a few weeks. That is a good one. Yeah, I got some from Sam. I got to go through my bottles because I got a couple from Sam the last one or two times that we went see him and obscure bottles. And maybe we open one of the obscure ones too. I'll go through them. Yeah. I like Sam. All right. Well, I guess... Uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll finish these. Roberto's probably going to take a nap on the couch before he drives home. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we'll... Uh, or just keep drinking. I don't know. Or keep drinking Sunday. and thinking that. Sunday fun day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very old Bartons is the next one? Yeah. All right. All I'm right. Excited. Well, let's let's stay soberish till then and try it in a week. Listen in. Yeah. Give us a like on Instagram. Ring yep. the bell. Follow ring the bell. Bourbon Matters. At Bourbon Matters. Is, is there a bell you can ring on Instagram? Yeah, you just see us be... Uh, no, just a follow. Oh, I don't know Instagram, so... Yeah, you just follow. Yeah. You can see our pretty faces on there. I don't think I'm going to make a Twitter. <laughs> no, yeah, we probably don't need a Twitter. <laughs> can we get a truth social media yeah, thing? Yeah, we'll be on Donald Trump's platform. Or what's his face? Didn't the other guy open one, too? Uh, uh, the former chief of staff or somebody? Somebody just opened one recently. Yeah, I can't remember what it I is. I can remember. Though. It was uh, one of those... Well, Getter is Getter. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Oh, man. This um, is a very centrist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, overall, good. American Highway, decent. Hopefully. Uh, Give it a try. It's good. It is good. Recommend it. Yeah. How many stars? Out of five, I would give it there's three, three and a half. There's three stars in the bottle, so I'm going to go three. I'm going to say three and a half. You know, I think it's, it's worth the purchase. Yeah, I'd say Three. Yeah. I'll cut the difference. Be three and go. a quarter. There you go. All right. So on average, we're three and a quarter. Three and a quarter out of five is not bad. It's not okay. Bad. Cool. All right. Good talking to you.